Hey everyone, welcome to In Your Element from Tetramap, where our focus is on developing people and business the way nature intended. Our guests will be sharing their expertise on what it's like when you're working in your element and working in a great team where people value each other's differences. I'm Louise Duncan, your host, and look forward to sharing this with you in the coming weeks. So today's guest is Olive Strachan from England in the UK. Welcome, Olive. And it's fantastic to have you with us for the podcast. I am very excited about this as well. Thank you for asking me. Pleasure. So by way of introduction, Olive is a successful global businesswoman who's run her own learning and development consultancy for 20 years, worked in over 25 countries around the world, really helping leaders and organizations develop their full potential. And she's been an active member and highly commended for her work at the Chartered Institute of uh, Personal and Development and held many, many voluntary roles over the years. And very recently, Olive was awarded an MBE in the Queen's Honours List for her services to exports in professional businesses. So a huge congratulations on oh, that to you, Olive. Thank <laughs> you so much. It was such a surprise, Louise. I didn't expect it. And I must say, tell you this, that when the letter came, I thought I was being scammed. <laughs> <laughs> it came and I said to myself, who sent me this? This is just not real. And so I then rang my daughter and said to her, I've got this, this spam letter from somebody. And she said to me, no, mum, it's real. She said, um, they called me a year ago. So behind wow. the scenes, my daughter's been doing all the admin work because I do a lot of investigation around this before they allocate it to you. So oh. she's been putting forward my clients, putting forward uh, Peter Cheetah from the CIPD, asking questions to people so that um, they can get a portfolio together before I, was, uh, I received the award. Wow, that's amazing. So <laughs> that was one of my questions. I was going to say, what was it like finding out? But now you've told us you thought it was a scam. <laughs> yeah, I did, I did. But then when it, when it was real, Louise, it was the most amazing experience because yeah. you and I, we all work really hard don't we, in our professions to receive recognition for the work that I've done, um, both professionally and volunteer, voluntary as well. Mm. I still am pinching myself today. Mm. And you went to the palace, did you, to receive your honour and met Prince Charles? I did. I went along with my family. We were allocated three tickets and my husband and my two children came with me. And wow. you arrived at Buckingham Palace, they, they put out a red carpet for you. <laughs> Honestly. And then you meet, I met Prince Charles. He was so charming. He makes you feel like you were the most important person in the room, which is a skill, isn't it really? A wonderful experience. Well, I guess they've had a lot of practice at doing that. Absolutely. But isn't, that, isn't, that lovely? isn't that lovely? How fantastic. Yeah. Well, congratulations on to you, Olive, because I know they don't give these things out without a great deal of thought about who they're going to, you know, who they're going to choose for them. So it's a massive honour for you and for us really at Tetramap to have somebody in our community who's been awarded such recognition for, for their work. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Yeah. So let's just carry on with setting a bit more context for our listeners. Um, Olive and I actually met way back in the early days of both our careers, and I'll never forget her infectious laugh and sense of fun. And I'm sure we'll hear more on that 
as our interview progresses. Louise, <laughs> <laughs> so you, you knew I'm painfully shy. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. And Olive, I think, became a facilitator for Tetramap well over 10 years ago, and she's taken Tetramap to many of the sessions she's facilitated around the world, and we'll come back to that later. But before we get started, um, in my research for the interview, I came across a blog that Olive had written um, about 10 lessons from 20 years in business. And I think the top four really sum you up, Olive. And if you don't mind, I'd just like to read them out and just ask you to make a comment on them. No problem, no problem. So the first one says, raise your profile. You have to stand out. And Olive identified herself as one of the first black female training consultants in the north of England at the time. So that was Absolutely. a key thing. And then your number two was be persistent and tenacious. And it says here that you contacted the Manchester Evening News 10 times and eventually persuaded them to do a story on you and your business. Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> the poor man. He said, don't call me anymore, Olive. Someone's coming down today. <laughs> no more phone calls, please. <laughs> And then the third point was when opportunity knocks, open the door and grasp it. And in there, you talked about your pitch to train volunteers for the Manchester Common Wealth Games, where you were filmed by the BBC. Absolutely, yes, yes. And the fourth one was don't be risk averse. And it was where you were asked to pitch for a piece of work in the Middle East. So after a quick phone call with the client, you got on a plane and met the prospective client in person. I thought yes, those I four really sum you up. Oh, thanks. And, and it's true because without that tenacity, without that drive and push, who would know about me? You know, I say to people, you have to make sure that people are aware about you using different mediums. When I opened in 1998, it was telesales, the phone calls and, and meetings and networking. And now it's social media, it's podcasts, mm. you know, mm. and it's finding the right, the correct way to get to your audience and making sure that they're aware of what you're doing. And like you said, being persistent, because the Manchester News was the main paper in the um, Northwest. And I thought, if I'm getting there, then I'm hitting my audience in a big way. Yeah. And when they refused to take my phone calls, I just thought, well, <laughs> I'm going to keep ringing until someone comes, and they did. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're so delighted to have you with us here today, Oliver. And I think you're a leader who walked the talk you stand up for the value of professional and personal development, not just for yourself, but for others at every opportunity. And just before we kick off with the questions I put to you, is there anything that you'd particularly like to add uh, about yourself or your work, Olive? I think I'm going to compare myself a little bit to Madonna because I, I admire her a lot. She constantly changes. She constantly updates herself um, and moves forward and sometimes it's controversial as we've seen with the whole thing about um, radio is it radio one not playing her music because it's too old or whatever uh, <laughs> over here but um, I like the way she sort of like looks at what's happening out there and changes uh, accordingly so I would say that's one thing so currently what I'm doing moving forward is one of my voluntary work is working with the NatWest Bank as we as you mentioned earlier on, and it's the accelerator for entrepreneurs. And when I go in, I go in and I mentor and coach them. And I was asked by Alison Rose, who was asked to do a review on female entrepreneurship in the UK by the government. And we had like a panel. So we had Alison Rose herself, 
giving feedback from her research. We had a venture capitalist and member of parliament and me on the panel. And we were just talking about female entrepreneurs and the fact that they can't get uh, as much money as men, the support isn't there, and all the things that hold women back from success. And we say now, not risk averse, but more risk aware than, than men. Anyway, so as part of that, and it really inspired me, Louise, to think I'd like to start focusing more on how I can help female entrepreneurs to develop and reach their full potential. Um, so that's one of my new focuses. And then mm. second, in the UK, government are looking at um, how to make boards more diverse with women and ethnic minorities as well and being a person myself who is an ethnic minority uh, understanding the challenges that we have to be recognized and, and, and be seen so those are my two focuses going forward female entrepreneurship and how to help boards to be more diverse with ethnic minority representation that's fantastic. Well, those, those sound like two key things that both challenges uh, that are faced by not just in the UK, actually, but actually they're, they're global challenges. Global. So yes. Definitely, definitely. And I was just listening to an interview between Michelle Obama and Oprah Winfrey and just listening, you know, those kind of challenges are both things that they face themselves in their own journey to where they are today. So I'm sure you'll make a difference for those other, you know, young female entrepreneurs who are out there with your sort of level of energy and enthusiasm. So what, what, oh, what thanks, Louise. Thank you for that. And I think um, we, we let's just move on to um, the podcast that we're here to talk about today. A little bit more is we called it In Your Element because at Tetramac it aptly describes the work we do with nature, with teams and the whole essence about feeling great, about being uniquely you. So, Olive, when you're in your element, what are you doing, thinking or feeling? With regard to myself, um, it's about making a contribution. I like to get totally involved. So whether it's working with an organisation or working with individuals, I like to actually find out what it is they want to achieve, what is the goal and what is the vision. And I'll actually immerse myself in that. So, so for example, um, I get involved with companies where we look at okay we want to achieve a goal how can we weave their mission vision goals around that to make sure that we add value to the business and also I love where I'm working with a company or a person and we have a starting point where where they're not achieving or we aren't reaching those goals and then with my involvement with my ideas working with them um, we achieve those goals I love to deliver Louise so I like to get a challenge find out what the issues are, work with organisations to achieve those goals, making sure that we speak the language of the organisation, that I fully immerse myself and we deliver that. So that's how I like to, to work. With regard to how I'm feeling, I'm a very positive person, as you know. We come every morning and I just look out and think, I'm really glad just to be alive and well. Um, and um, so I like to be I'm motivated. I like to motivate other people. I like um, a challenge, get very excited about a challenge and a sense of um, belonging. Because when I work with other people or a company, I talk about we and us because I feel like I'm part of them. So almost like when it ends, like finishing a good book, I feel a sense of loss, you know, because <laughs> I was part of it for so long. <laughs> so yes, I, I really love the world of business, but um, making contributions to that in a positive way. Mm. And is that challenging then sometimes when you have to let things go? 
it is because, um, for example, one of my clients is a packaging a company in the UK and they're a family-owned business. I came along because the new directors were the the daughter of the founder and her husband and they were very innovative and creative they wanted to work with their staff develop and engage them that was my my work role with them so we worked in putting together a new performance management system we worked around values and behaviors and that took over that's 2014 so year on year we then built the competencies we did the behaviors we then did some coaching with the senior management board and they're obviously very capable and they've achieved a lot and so slowly but surely i'm not longer required <laughs> so you do yourself out of a job there <laughs> <laughs> but that's part of being good at what you do isn't it but uh, so you, you get a sense of um, oh a uh, uh, sense of loss almost but saying that we've remained in contact we meet regularly and um we, we, we keep ourselves informed of what's happening. So, yes. And what about outside of work, Olive? What, what, are you, what do you enjoy doing outside of work? I'm very social, Louise. <laughs> um, I like a full diary, as I say. So, <laughs> I do, honestly. I'm very sad. So, what I do is I have groups of friends from university or that I've worked with or whatever. And so, typically, um, yesterday I was, or Saturday, sorry, I was at, um, you know, Strictly Come Dancing. Mm-hmm. The professionals, they had them at the, the Lowry Theatre and it was amazing, you know, I'm very romantic, so the dancing, the, the activity, the networking was brilliant. Um, before that, I was at um, Women in the Law event um, where it was speakers, networking, uh, etc. So and I like to cook for friends, um, go to the theatre, um, go for walks, I'm part of a walking group. Um, <laughs> but there you are. <laughs> <laughs> you feed your energy your energy comes from others then definitely by the sound absolutely of that. <laughs> i've got to get out there i can't be sitting inside for long i've got to get out there i do read i do listen to podcasts but i love being with people getting yeah. involved in things and contributing cool and olive can you share something about nature that's important to you and and how does this relate to human nature if at all I think this shows a lot because with regard to Tetra, I'm, I'm fire. So my elements are fire is the highest, then earth, then water, and then very low on, on air, which you know, Louise. <laughs> no surprise to you, is it? <laughs> um, and consequently, I think fire, we do like, well, I'm a bit greedy. I like it all. So I love landscapes where there's mountains, lush vegetation, a lake. So New Zealand for me, when I visited New Zealand about seven years ago was amazing because I love yes I actually took um the boat across from north to south as well so once again seeing the mountains I went to see Rotorueu where we have all the the heat and the the mud and the jets of water yeah that's it thank you and it was just I loved it so I love nature not just tranquil nature but nature that has a little bit of something you know, mm. happening in it, mm. energy and passion. Um, so that's me with regard to nature. And Dominica, where I was born, is very similar in that we have mountains, we have turtles, we have whale watching, um, we have waterfalls. So it takes my breath away, Louise. That's how I love nature. Lush, lots of it, lots happening. Same with people. And the reason why I love TouchMap is because it actually feeds into my idea of nature and what I love. So the fact is that we have got fire. We have got the passion of fire. Um, last night I was watching a documentary about uh, volcanoes, and each time it went, poof, I was like, wow, 
yes. You know? <laughs> love it. So, um, but also I love the fact that we have got the tranquil waters. Um, and so in a work situation, you have got people who are tranquil, who don't want to be constantly pushed. They want to be listened to gently. They want to be led in a very positive way. And then you've got obviously the air element, so that uh, the clarity of air. When you breathe good air, you can feel that as well in yourself. And then obviously the earth, you know, the, the firmness and the beauty of the earth. So I, I use Touch Map with regard to my work for coaching, for teamwork, because I say to everybody, each of us has a place and each person has to have equal respect within with regard to how we work together. And I compare it to the earth. And I find people can actually relate to that quite, quite well, understand that. So mm. yes, that's me. You've described it so beautifully. Thank you, Olive. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so I, I wondered, Olive, if you had um, a short reading or a quote something which was meaningful to you and I wondered if you'd chosen uh, which one you'd chosen well this is very strange because earlier on you mentioned listening to the podcast between or the interview between Michelle Obama and Oprah Winfrey yeah and um, I'm reading Becoming Michelle by Michelle Obama and I'm loving it and so my my, my reading is from her book oh, and she says for every door that's open to me, I've tried to open my door to others. And here's what I have to say finally. Let's invite one another in. Maybe then we can begin to fear less, to make fewer wrong assumptions, to let go of the biases and stereotypes that unnecessarily divide us. Maybe we can better embrace the ways we get, sorry, the, the ways we are the same. It's not about being perfect. It's not about where you get yourself in the end, there's power in allowing yourself to be known and heard, in owning your unique story, in using your authentic voice, and there's grace in being willing to know and hear others. That is for me, is how, to, how we become. And that to me is so much, firstly, it's about often we're seen as women, um, not allowing other women in, not encouraging and supporting each other. So it's about sharing. Um, it also lends itself to stereotyping because um, when you look at Tetra Map, it's about saying that all diverse people are valuable. We all belong. We're all valuable in our own ways and we all need to be respected. That to me means about there are many differences, but also many similarities. Let's look for what's similar about ourselves. Let's allow each other to come in, respect each other. It's not all about just ourselves. It's about sharing and, and helping others to develop. And that's what I'm about as well. Well, that certainly was a powerful uh, quote. And um, I'll make sure that those, uh, that quote is included in the show notes for other people to refer to as well. So that was what they were kind of discussing in the interview was the, you know, where they both come from and what had helped them get through their, their different journeys or obviously different becomings but some really powerful quotations in Michelle's work. So I think yes. it would be wonderful to share that quote uh, that you've selected with our listeners. And thank you very much for selecting it and delivering it so powerfully and saying how much it means to you personally. 
it, it did in so many elements, not only as a, a woman, but a, a minority, um, just trying to, as, as we all are, trying to make our mark in the world, but also to help others, because we can get very focused on succeeding, can't we? I've got to deliver, I've got to succeed. But really, in the end, it's how you make other people feel, who you help along the way. Uh, I'll tell you something very quickly. On Women, International Women's Day, I received a message from a lady called Larissa, who is the director of British Council in Sarajevo. And I'd put down something about coaching. She said to me, Olive, she said to me, I'm a result of your coaching. My success is your success. And that to me is what we're about, helping each other, developing each other to to achieve their full potential. That is so true. And um, it's a phrase we often refer to. You know, it's not about me. It's all about together we can achieve more. And I think our success that's one of the reasons that we do the podcast here at tetramap right because we want to showcase the fantastic work that our facilitators are doing and showcase the difference that they're making in their own context whatever it might be and really interesting thank you olive oh thank you so i wanted moving on to a little bit more about tetramap or maybe a story about your own work something that's been a big highlight or something that's very meaningful for you is there a particular thing you'd like to talk about there are so many but i'll tell you the one that was the main <laughs> one for me the turning point so i was recommended to come to touch them up um, an actual event myself to be you know complete my my element and, and find out about myself and i brought along my staff at the time i had a team and I was having issues with a member of a staff. Um, she was my office manager and PA, and she was very good at her job. I couldn't fault her, but her personality and mine were clashing. And I, I thought, can I work with this person any longer? Because it was causing me problems. And coming along to Touch Him Up, when I did it over 10 years ago, as you said earlier on, it changed my life. And it's true, Louise. So what happened was, we, were, we, were, we completed our elements, you know, et cetera, and realized that I was fire and Anne is air. Okay. And um, so as fire, you know, fire, you know, we're very in- motivational, innovative, lots of ideas, you know, exciting, <laughs> get bored easily. <laughs> Air, detail, methodical, you know, take time, etc. So there's part of the session where they ask you, when you're approached to a piece of work, what's the best way to approach you? And you put how to do it well and how to do it poorly and what turns you off and what is good. And when I read Anne's, what turned her off? It was everything I was doing. <laughs> I thought, oh my gosh, no wonder we don't get off. <laughs> and then she read mine. And once again, it was opposite, you know? So yeah. she wanted, so, that, so it changed the way we worked together. And when we had issues, I'd say to her, Anne, have you written this for air? Have you written this for fire? And she said, I've written it for air, haven't I, for me? I, I'm like, yeah, remember, I'm fire. You want to influence me, you've got to approach me, you know, from my element and vice versa. And so it changed the way we work together. So consequently, I've used that example with people who I'm coaching to make them understand that differences are not personal. It's how the person is in their element. And we just need to understand that and work with them, you know, on their wavelength to achieve an influence. And so that's my story of Touch Map, how it changed my life. And then I used it for a director recently working in football. He's a director and he actually pays to buy the people, um, the, the players, yeah? And the CEO 
was getting on his nerves. He said to me, he's always out there, he said, on the TV, on the radio, you know, me, me, me. Thrusting <laughs> himself forward. And I kept thinking, fire, fire, fire. <laughs> and he is fire. And so I got the booklet, said to him, read that. And just showed him what it said about fire. I said, can you see, it's not personal to you. It's who he is. And in his role, it suits. So that's my story for you, but touch it up. It's about. I think that's quite incredible. (laughs) But not only that, I think you've highlighted the key thing. It's not personal, it's about preference. And I think if we can get that message across to people, this is their natural preference. And it's very different to yours. And can we celebrate that difference? And I wonder, going back to the story that you started with Anne, what happened next in the. Did you start to understand each other and start to celebrate those differences? And how did you use each other's strengths differently after that first revelation? It was truly amazing because we actually took home um, our flip charts about how not to approach us and how to approach us. And we typed that up and we kept that as as an aid memoir for each other. And it really helped us because with regard to me, I'd come in the morning and like fire, I'd be driving in the morning, ideas, ideas, we'll do this, we'll do that. Yeah, 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 you know. I'd come in, I'd go, and guess what? I'd be, woohoo! And Anne would look at me, her eyes would say, not another idea. <laughs> I want to kill her. <laughs> and so I realised, <laughs> she did honestly, her eyes said, die now, I hate you. Anyway, so, <laughs> so I realised that I was pushing against her element has pushed against what she needed from me and so we talked about meetings and we when we're planning we're planning for each other i'd say okay i'm this is what i need to achieve this week how can i best approach you to make sure this is done but not push you too hard but get across the fact that there's a sense of urgency here and um yes i think it made for better working better understanding less conflict between us and Anne and i we're still firm friends 10 years later so touch map changed the way we worked changed understanding changed our behavior how we worked together and then also we then became advocates and would sell it to herself and say guess what i've changed the way i think because of this and vice versa and we both became advocates of, of, of um, touch map moving forward so it changed the way we worked together very positively it did louise mm-hmm. Thank you, Olive. That's a funny story. And, and it's funny because we can laugh about it, but I think also the element of Tetramap allows you to have a laugh about something which we, we often say it turns an irritation into an insight. And I think that's what you've just described in a way, because that conflict sometimes between air preferences with their detail orientation and the fire preferences with their focus on the possibility and don't worry about the detail does cause conflict in many relationships both personal and work and I think it's very very important to have a bit of a laugh about it because then you actually realize it's not about the person but it's about their preference and I think that's cool. Absolutely and and I must say that I've worked with lots of board directors and and part of the problem that we have is we often have an earth or fire director or CEO and then you have either an accountant or quality assurance person who is air and they're the ones that will say yes but this won't work or this is a problem that I see that's who they are in their element they're actually helping us to see potential issues whereas it can be seen as being critical and being negative and so a lot of my work with board directors is letting them see that it's not about you know once again being personal it's the preference and also 
it's essential to have that questioning when you're moving forward with a project. Someone has to say, will it work and challenge? So I try to make it into a positive thing and help create that understanding, which makes for better working relationships. Mm. And there's been a lot of talk about uh, psychological safety and I think Tetramat can help others feel safe to actually speak out and be confident in their preference, be confident in who they are, knowing that that does add such value coming at things from a different perspective because we, none of us can be expected to see things from all perspectives all the time we can't and often when you have someone like ourselves facilitating that that meeting that discussion first of all analyzing people understanding what what their element is what the preferences are and then seeing how that can help with regard to achieving goals and and, and delivering on projects suddenly it becomes less contentious and less conflict and more oh so that's a question we could ask you about that because you can help us with that area can't you and suddenly everyone becomes a tool to help as opposed to an obstacle yeah nice and finally, Olive, Tetramap really is about developing great teams, and that's something we've just been discussing. Is there something particular you'd like to share on that topic from your expertise that might be a great gift for our listeners? Okay, so the first thing I'd like to share is I've used Tetramap all over the world, and it's a tool that in any country, in any language, it's, it's quite clear. So I used it in Portugal. We had a team that had conflict, uh, weren't working very well together. And in the end, this man sort of said to me, he said, so what you're saying to me is, Olive, he said, it's not about what's wrong. It's not about the conflict. It's about understanding our preferences, how we work together and how we can contribute. I said to him, you've got it. So it's a tool that is easy to understand and easy to remember but also very quickly resonates with you. You think, ah, yes, this is my preference. This is how I behave. But then it creates understanding about the impact you have on others' preferences and how you need to adjust. Because in order to make teams work together, it's about that collaborative spirit and about adjusting and allowing others to be themselves as well. And so I find as a tool, TechMap is an amazing aid to, to my team building events, to our work. Now, I'm actually doing uh, an event on the 22nd of May, and it's actually a staff conference. And I'm going to use TechMap there because the issue for them is that they have been successful, but they are always undercurrents of how can we be better together? How can we work better together? So we use TechMap to say, okay, Let's look at clearer understanding of how we work together as a team. What are the challenges that we face? And how can you touch them up and knowing our preferences and our behaviours to overcome those challenges? So that's my gift. With regard to touch them up, use it for coaching, the gentleman who had an issue around his CEO. Use it for delivering training. Once again, creating understanding of how we behave, behaviour. Use it for consultancy but also use it for building teams because in the end, whether we're one person or 60 people, we're all people working together, trying to achieve a goal, trying to overcome conflict and trying to develop ourselves the best we can. And I would say TechRap is the best tool that I know for doing that. Oh, thank you, Olive. <laughs> yeah, that's very, that's very generous of you to say that um, because there are the plenty of tools out there, but I think it's, 
you know, I think it's just somebody with your range of experience that's seen it work for you in many contexts, in many countries over many years, that enables you to speak from a position of give this a try and trust the process and it will help the, the learners to open up because it's the facilitation of the learners opening up and seeing their pathway forward that really does make the teams see the position of strength that they have by valuing their similarities and their differences as you've outlined. So I think that's a very cool uh, message to leave with people. Oh, lovely. Mm. Well, it's true. I mean, I'm speaking from the heart because I've used it and I've used it continuously for the past 10 years plus um, in different um, scenarios. Mm. And I've found it helpful, not just to me, but other people as well. And um, so that's my recommendation for that reason. I use other tools as well, but this is one yeah. of the ones that I use Yeah, of course, yes. of course. Yeah, yes. thanks, Olive. And I think finally, Olive, you know, you've been nominated and you've received your MBE. So what's next? Anything else exciting on the horizon? Well, there's quite a few things. One is, um, I think it's about giving back because when something good happens to you, like the MBE, so although I do a lot of um, volunteer work, you know, I'm a CIPD around the NatWest Accelerator, around, I'm an export champion for international trade. I, um, I, I want to give back. So um, I'm doing a lot of work with minority ethnic people who want to open a business, who want to grow a business. Um, also female entrepreneurs, like work with them to reach their full potential. But for me, on the second level, is my husband has decided he wants to build sort of like a holiday villa in the Caribbean. So I'll be spending in the next couple of years some time out there, as well as the UK and elsewhere in the world. But it'll be like a second hub for us. So that in mind, Louise, I've been working with the Department of International Trade to make contacts. So I'm Barbados, um, I've been to Trinidad and Tobago. So I'm meeting people who can use my skills um, and abilities um, in the Caribbean. And I'm actually flying out again um, um, this Wednesday to Antigua, then, for, then Dominica. So yeah. I'm looking to, to establish myself in the Caribbean build those contacts, use my skills, use TechGemap, use my consultancy, my training, my coaching, use all I have, you know, um, out there as well. So that's my, my next exciting project. That sounds fantastic. And hopefully we'll all get an invite. Yeehaw! <laughs> 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 very excited now i didn't even know that you say right <laughs> L- louise do, do you tan well girl well i think i've got a way to go to catch up with you olive but... <laughs> anyway look um before we close what i would like to say is if there's anybody listening to the podcast who'd like to get in touch with you who'd like to reach out and find out more about you your work what you do and how you know they might be able to help you or you might be able to help them how should they do that olive okay so we have first of all we have um, a website yes mm-hmm. and it's um www.olivestracken.com okay i'm also on linkedin twitter instagram you know uh facebook so any of those really um feel free to to send me a tweet or to email me i'm always looking to to collaborate i'm always looking to meet people because i believe that's part of life and and the enjoyment of life you know sharing and and growing so yes please do contact me i think that's great olive and i'll make sure that i put those uh, contact details in the show notes for people as well 
Thank you, Louise. Well, thank you for inviting me oh, to this. I really enjoyed it. It's been an absolute pleasure, Olive. And it's just wonderful to hear somebody's story who I've known for a long time, who's gone from strength to strength to strength, but is still focused on what I can do for others as much as what others can do for me. That's just a wonderful ending to that our podcast this this afternoon or this morning or this evening or wherever you are listening to us in the world so olive thank you so much for joining us and uh, next time listeners you'll be introduced to another fabulous guest in your element podcast thank, thank you, you louise bye all the best bye bye